1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
2: Oh, baby! Virginia is for lovers. New York's been for dreamers. And for Nick fans, you dreamers, you might be dead. Sean Morass, Tiki Barber here. Evan and Tiki. Evan taking that creepy beard to Florida, enjoying his weekend. Nice little family getaway. And I'm sure he'll make David Stearns very uncomfortable as he stares at him on Sunday. <laughs> it gives him his book. It gives him his book, exactly. My Mets Bible, pre-order on yes. Amazon
3: now. Tiki, hello, how are you? I'm good. But if I was a big Knicks fan like Louie on the other side of the glass, I wouldn't be so good. Now, I've been listening to the fan all day today because I wanted to see how people reacted to the blowout, even though it got close at the end, loss of the New York Knicks to the Warriors. I mean, this game at one point, I wasn't paying attention until you guys texted me, and it was twenty to four, or was it twenty six to four? Whatever the heck, twenty to four was the start. Twenty to four, and you knew it was going downhill from there. And look, we know the reason why the Knicks are struggling right now. They play hard. They do all the things that they're supposed to do. Uh, The guys that are still healthy. The issue is that they're simply not healthy. And it portends doom coming forward for this Knicks team because they're gonna keep falling. They're gonna get into the play and fall into the play-in tournament, and then their matchups gonna be hell. And it feels like all this goodwill is for naught for for the next season. Now the challenge becomes, well, who are we blaming? Right, <laughs> right. And so far, I blamed a lot of Tom Thibodeau. Right, it's Tom. You're wearing these guys out. Uh, you you put playing them forty minutes a night. Uh, hell, last night, Josh Hart played 47 minutes and the game was over, right? For a Dude, lot it was of crazy. it. crazy. 47 minutes, the game is over. So we end up having to blame somebody. It usually falls on the coach. We all remember Derek Rose and all these other instances of guys getting worn out in previous iterations of Tom Thibodeau being a coach. But at some point, I feel like, why does that have to be our excuse for every one of our damn teams, why? Sean? Right? We it's, did this with the Giants in week one. Andrew Thomas is out. Daniel Jones' backside is compromised. He gets the crap beat out of him before he's ultimately put down for the season. Aaron Judge runs into a freaking wall in, in, out in, uh, in in Los Angeles, and he's out for a month with a jacked-up toe that he's now going to have to manage for the rest of his career. Oh. Right? We talk- Edwin Diaz with the Mets yes. a year ago. The it World seems Baseball like Classic. every yeah. single team, save for the guys on the ice, every single team in this town has the injury excuse and I can't put
2: it all on the coach. And I'm tired of it, Tiki. I'm tired of it. I'm a Nets fan. It happened with the Nets the moment they lost Kyrie and Harden in that series with <laughs> the forgot, Bucks.
3: I forgot about it's that. It's the
2: reason they didn't win in NBA Finals. We lasted four plays with Aaron Rodgers. You mentioned Andrew Thomas, which started the whole ball downhill. And then Saquon got hurt in week two. At some point, too, when you're talking about injuries as a fan, it gets very frustrating when the counter argument is you got to overcome it. How mm-hmm. come you can't overcome the injuries? It's just an excuse. It's not an excuse, though. It's the reality, (laughs) and it is now obviously the reality of the New York Knicks. And look, is there blame to go around? I think with Tom Thibodeau, there is from the standpoint of maybe it ain't his fault that Julius Randle got hurt or even O.G. Ananobi, who had an existing injury, But it is his fault when he runs the other guys, like Dante DiVincenzo, who looks completely out of gas, into the ground. He'll probably run Josh Hart into the ground. Uh, Obviously, Isaiah Hartenstein has gotten hurt, probably because he was playing too many minutes since Mitchell Robinson got hurt. Mm -hmm. And we saw what happened with Jalen Brunson. So, in reality... In a sport, I think above the other sports, by the way, Tiki, quarterback notwithstanding, the NBA more than any other sport is about the Jimmys and Joes instead of the X's and O's, that old <laughs> stupid saying. Yeah. And if your Jimmys and Joes are out because of injury, it's going to affect you way more you're not in winning. the NBA. You're not winning. And if you have a head coach that doesn't know how to have a balancing act, you're not winning anything. So, look, in January... We stood there after Christmas. We watched that incredible Nick run topping the charts. The billboard charts was go New York, go New York, go. That is now sputtered out of control. I think that whole January living is now a distant memory and a distant dream. And, yes, injuries are the obvious excuse, but when will the injuries freaking end? When can we have something nice? I almost feel
3: like I need to start looking at players individual players. I'll start with Alec Burks. He stinks. Yeah, well, forget Alec Burks. I'm talking about from an injury standpoint. And, look, we know what Tom Thibodeau wants to do. He wants to shorten his roster, his rotation. He's going to be eight guys, usually seven, that are going to play. And if you're a player on the New York Knicks, you got to know that, right? And so when you go into your offseason, whatever it is you're doing, and you start training – for the upcoming season, which, by the way, should be... I don't say it's year-round because you need some time off, but you know what I mean. You're constantly thinking about the profession that's paying you multiple millions yeah. of dollars. I mean, multiple. Yeah. D- done 20, 30, 40, 50 millions of dollars. You like your cars and in-ground pools? Exactly. So, so on guess what? Year. Work out all year. And so, I to me... And this is all sports, but we're talking specifically about the Knicks right now. You you have to start preparing yourself for the grind that you know you're going to get. Now, your grind in New York is different than the grind that you're gonna get in Miami. Because guess what? Jimmy Butler half-asses it for a lot of the season. And he's able, but he's able to turn it on when it matters. So he prepares that way. LeBron James, who somehow is still doing this at thirty nine years old, he I mean he barely runs on defense anymore, except when it matters. So he knows how to prepare himself. When your coach Now, maybe this is on Tibbs, but I'm still talking about the players. When your coach is going to demand that you play 35 to 40-plus minutes every single night, you got to start preparing your body
2: to do that. I I can't blame Tibbs all the time. I just can't. But isn't that exhausted in preparation all year round? If you have to go that extra step now all year round to prepare yourself— by the way, it's an interesting concept because we always talk about drafting players to fit a system. Yeah. Now you're asking the players to draft their workouts to fit the system they're going to play. At
3: some point, it becomes your responsibility to be healthy, right? And it's it's you can blame the coach. You can blame the grind. You can do all these other things. But at some point, it's your responsibility. I remember this as a player because I couldn't stay healthy early in my career. I was hurt all the damn time. And part of it wasn't my fault. The turf helped m- made me tear my PCL my right knee. I was out. But then I had hamstring issues. Uh, I had shoulder issues, like things just, I, my knee would swell up. It, a part of it became on me. And I remember like consciously making the effort going to find a big strength and conditioning coach, Joe Carini, who passed away. May he rest in peace. But he changed my mindset to preparing for seasons. And then all of a sudden, I became durable. I never missed games. I became strong as an ox. I got better. I got faster. I got all these things. Jeez, but it, it ultimately, t- but, but ultimately, it was on me to do it, right? And so when I look at players now, and I get tired of having to use the excuse of, oh well, his coach just ran him into the ground. Oh well, yeah, you know, just got some bad luck. Oh yeah, you just, you know, you, you, he's he's too he's too strong, John Carlos Stanton. Like all, like I get tired of having to find an excuse. When ultimately it's got to be on the player, he's got to have the pride to prepare himself for the grind that he knows is coming, especially with so much on the line for these teams. Because these opportunities are short, right? right? The New York Knicks truly had an opportunity this year, and it's slowly just like, like inking away, like wet inking away. Oh, you can see it because you can see it. Cause you can see it. Like I, they don't feel viable anymore after almost half of this year season. We're like, dude, this team has a real
2: shot. They don't seem viable anymore, and, and I wonder. Are Nick fans aware, like truly at your core aware that this is over? <laughs> like, honestly, and I hate to rain on the parade. By the way, nothing new in this town. Because you could look at mid-March, O.G. Ananobi, who, by the way, gets a pass for not doing the whole preparing yourself. He got traded here. Yeah. Well, it was like he spent an offseason wondering. Even if Julius Randle comes back, he's already hinted at surgery anyway. He is not going to be the Julius Randle. I think no. the idea that late in the season, getting either of these guys back, both of these guys back, and you, all of a sudden you flip a switch and you're back to
4: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. In the January Knicks,
2: that idea is completely dead. Yeah. Yeah. I like mean, it, just, I, it, just, I it does believe, not exist in reality. I want to believe
3: it for Lugie and all the Net fan, our Knicks fans out there, but it's just not going to happen. Julius Randle, whenever he does come back, think of the condition, the lack of conditioning he's going to be in. Right. Think. Think about uh, OG. Now he's he probably has been able to stay in shape. Actually, both of them with their legs being yeah, clear. But it was about shooting and contact. Right. But they're not doing the things that you need to do: stopping, running, up and down the courts you know, suicides, you like to say, uh, the basketball teams used to do back in the day, right? They're not doing that on a regular basis. They're just trying to get healthy. I heart's the same way. Mitchell Robinson, same way. They're not going to be conditioned to do the things that Tom Thibodeau is going to ask them to do, right? So you're right, Sean. It, it almost feels like you want to just, right, cast a check now and, right, yeah, it is. And, 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 and get ready for next season. It's too early because there's always a shot. But to me... I just get tired of having to make the excuse. We did it all football season. We did it all baseball season last year for both teams. We're doing it right now for the Knicks. The Nets are a different category, but we're doing it right now for the
2: Knicks, and it just sucks as a fan. We spent a couple weeks at the end of a month in January actually having these words come out of our mouth. Are the Knicks a championship contender? It was the lead on several shows on the fan, including ours. We talked about the, you know, Jalen Brunson. Where does his stock go? How high a star is he? And it just feels all for not now. It's over. It is completely over. Even if they don't make the play-in tournament and they're in a top six, they are not going to beat a Celtic team. They're not going to beat the Bucs. Jeez, if Embiid comes back, they're not going to beat the Sixers. You know all the names in the East. That January champion—Evan jokes around about that stadium series being the Rangers-Stanley Cup. January was the Knicks playoff run. (laughs) It was Lou Gower with the dogs and dudes— and it's over now. Lugie, you know it's all over now. Eric. It is Let's not all please.
5: over. As soon as they get OG Ananobi back, they'll go right back to be in the January How Mix. do you think they're going to flip a switch? Because they flipped it when he got here. The minute he got here, they went on a great run. They were as good as any team in the NBA in January. Once he went down, everything flipped. He changes his entire team. Julius, I understand, is going to come back late in the
2: year. But that's a big part of it, too.
5: A hundred percent. But when they get Ananobi back, that will calm yeah, but the but that waters. Puts, yeah, but
3: think about how that puts OG in a position, or not position, but like the burden of being the savior. And it's and it and I get it. Maybe guys want that, by the way. Right. They want they want to be the savior. They want to be put in a hero position.
5: But that's a lot of pressure
3: to yeah, put but on he's, OG. He's
5: playing for contract. He's playing for money. He's playing in New York City. He was brought here. The team was great. He put the Pete, uh, the team on his back. So when he gets back here, I'm fully confident the Knicks will get right back to what they were doing before he uh got hurt. I mean, come on.
2: Come on. They're what? not gonna go right back. Lou Gower, Tiki. You've been on teams mm-hmm. where I'm sure the season was going well. Injuries killed. By the way, I know because this happens to the Giants seemingly every year. Right. The idea that when you get guys back, you could flip a switch is such a myth. It doesn't. Sports. It doesn't
3: happen. It it's, doesn't. It's, it's, happen. Impo- it's an impossibility, uh, especially because so much in, in sport is continuity. It's a dream. And, well, it's not even the, the. It's not even the dream. I mean, this is a nightmare right now. But <laughs> it's not even the dream. It's the. It's the familiarity. It's the knowing without thinking that the Knicks just don't. Have They're not going to have it for another, I don't know, maybe another month, right? And by then, they're going to be scuffling and scrambling and, like, the emotional toll that this is taking on this team, right? You go through a a losing streak. Now, they're not fully in a losing streak because they they won a game, but it feels like
2: against the good teams, they don't have shots. And, by the way, took everything out of them to beat the Pistons, including horrible officiating at the end, and to that point, while... Josh Hart is playing almost the entire game last night. All that Thibodeau is going to do is run the guys who are healthy into the ground so that whole supporting cast you built up and had dreams of, especially when you added Burks and Bogey, to me, it's all washed. Thibodeau is going to try to get this team limping to the finish line. By the time he gets the other guys healthy, everybody else is going to be worn down. The big ragu is a shell of himself. This whole you know chess piece that's gone around, the loss to the Celtics, now the loss to the Warriors, the Knicks are not going to be in the weight class of any legitimate contender this year, and our dreams of championships are done. Yeah, don't. but you, you said that about Thibodeau. What
5: other choices does he have? Now, as far as Josh Hart last night, no joke, during the game, I was like, I thought they cloned Josh Hart. I thought there were three Josh Harts. <laughs> I'm like, they haven't taken him out right, yet. It's crazy. Because he wasn't taken out. He played the entire game. What
2: did he miss? 40 seconds? Yes. I think like 50, literally 50 seconds. Which, I,
5: by the way, he must have had to go to the bathroom or
2: something. I don't is know con- what the- Is commendable, because we always complain as NBA fans about load management and the players, oh, they don't Make them like they used well, he, to. Well, go ahead. So I was going to say it's commendable that Josh Hart, I'm assuming, probably went to Tibbs and said, "Hey, play me, just, <laughs> just run me into the ground." I feel like, this but is, coaches should protect the players from themselves. Too. Like, I think we're seeing the inverse of the problem in the NBA here it, with the Knicks.
3: It was like a month ago when everything was feeling good with the New York Knicks, and one of those in-house productions asked Jalen Brunson about his Villanova teammate Josh Hart and said, "What does Josh Hart bring to this team?" And, he, and it was like the quirkiest answer in the world. I think he said like conditioning or something like that. And so he can play 47 minutes. Why? Because he's in unbelievable shape. And so that brings me back to my point about sometimes it's got to be on the players. All right, Josh Hart, despite playing 47 minutes, I'm not worried about him. I'm not, like it's known. It's what he's known for. Right. It's, what, it's what his teammates know him for. A dude could probably run marathons if he wanted to. It's why is, Tommy calls him a dog. Right. He's a dog because he's a, he's conditioned to do it. And I look at everybody else that's been battling injuries, and some of them are unlucky, right? Julius Randles is unlucky. But still, he plays, like, aggressive, and he's always banging in the guys. Eventually, something like that was going to happen. But your body's not prepared for it. Josh Hart's body's prepared for it. Like, he's the example of what I'm talking about. A player that's so committed to being to being able to grind that when he actually has to do it, it's, it you're not worried about him getting hurt. I feel like every other player on this team, you have to worry about that in some capacity. And so, yeah, is it Tom Thibodeau's fault? Absolutely, 100%. He can't grind guys like this. The NBA has changed. We see the maintenance schedules all around the NBA, and we see why those teams that do do that, espouse that, they get to the postseason, they're strong, just like the Miami Heat a year ago. They're powerful, they upset teams, they're able to go to the finals because they have some reserve left in the tank. But some of it is on Tibbs,
2: but some of this also, this has got to be on some of the players. It really does. Is it on the players? And are there any Knicks fans out there not waving the championship white flag besides Loogie? We're coming to you live from the Town Fair Tire Studios, powered by Town Fair Tire. Nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. 877-337-6666. You know what? Why don't we get a cone here? Let's go to the big Ragu in the limo. Not the big one. The regular Ragu. What's up, buddy? What's up, Ragu? Ragu? Oh, boy. What a, what a What's sound. going on in that limo? I almost want to hear if there's something going on in room. That's why I'm keeping them on the line. I know. Ah, it's All right, yeah. Steve on Long Island. Steve, what's up? What's up, Steve? Off, is, this, great start. Right. This is our phone system. Great right? start. This is, okay. Did, did it hang up? Our phone system seems to be getting coached by Tom Thibodeau, it's been running to the ground. And we're going to have to uh, check this in a break. I was just going to say, since it's uh,
5: March and baseball starts the season, that looked like the Yankees are opening their lineup there. Strikeout, strikeout. (laughs) Maybe Juan Soto
2: will walk now in front of Stanton. (laughs) At least we know one team in this town has a chance at a championship. (laughs) All right. More on your calls. We'll figure out the phone system. 877-337-6666.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.